Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss. They are the people's mentor. And this is episode 429 of the show. I don't know what that intro was. <laughs> anyway, if you love that little silly intro, you can let me know when you tag me on Instagram at I'm Boss Lee. And you let me know how much you love this episode and all the things that you got out of this episode. This is actually, um, so I'm actually right now in LA. I'm at my mastermind. I've never been to this mastermind, but the episode that you're about to hear is some of the recaps I got from Bedros Koulian when he actually came to um, a mastermind, the first mastermind I met him at in where the heck was I? Somewhere in California two months ago. So I think you guys are going to love this. There are so many takeaways, so many distinctions, and he just kind of rocked my world. And I'm really excited because I'm going to see him tomorrow again and hopefully have a ton of more, ton more distinctions that I can train all of you guys on as well. So what you're hearing on this episode of the podcast is me training a team. Anything that could be perceived as an income claim is not guaranteed and cannot be guaranteed. And if you choose to participate in a network marketing company, please understand it's very hard work and by no way are my results typical. But at any rate, the channel for Telegram is wide open. It's in the first link here in the show notes. If you need help finding it, feel free to DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Just say, I need the podcast link in case you can't find it. It should be right there though. Um, I really appreciate all your five-star reviews. There are so many of them. And of course, when we get to 2,500 five-star reviews, we'll be doing a $2,500 giveaway. So if you're not already sharing the episodes of the podcast with your teams, etc., make sure you do. And a shout out to episode 428, which is my last episode I uploaded. A lot of you are telling me how much you really needed that episode. It's all about confidence. So definitely check that one out as well. Okay. This is really funny because the reviewer of today's show is vegetarian. <laughs> I don't know if that is what I think it is. Oh my God, this is so funny. I love it. So the review is five stars. This podcast is fire, fire, fire. I wait every week to hear Jessie Lee. She is so inspiring. I can't wait to one day be half the promoter she is. I know with her guidance, everything's possible. Love, 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 love her. I love the love, love, love you guys. Thanks for sharing. Make sure to screenshot this, put in your stories, leave a review, tell some friends, tell your teams. Let's rock and roll. I love you. I appreciate you. Enjoy episode 429 of the show. Cause I only have a half hour, right? So I, I know I've mentioned this on a couple calls. Long story short, Bedros Koulian, I have just been really impressed with his business knowledge. I at first heard him on an Ed Milet podcast, I want to say two and a half years ago. And I was like, that's a bad MF. Like that is a bad man. And not in like a bad, like dangerous kind of way. But you know, sometimes you hear business people and you're just kind of, sh you're shaken. Has anyone ever had those moments where you, you hear somebody start talking in a podcast or on a video and you're just like, Oh, I'm resonating. And he has the masculine energy without being like an Andy Frisella that makes me feel like sometimes I'm being like beaten up <laughs> uh, in his podcast. I'm like Andy, stop. Oh. Right. Uh, same thing with, you know, Grant Cardone, by the way, uh, like 10 minutes ago, I just got this message from Grant's like right hand guy or whatever. And he's like, please come to Florida tomorrow. Uh, Grant Cardone wants you to have, I don't even know what the freaking text says. I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't need a toxic masculine lunch. I appreciate it though. All right. So anyway, I'm just going to leave him on red. Uh, but anyhow, I've digressed. I've gone down a rabbit hole already. Training ruined. No. So the guy's name is Bedros Koulian, and he came out on stage at this mastermind I'm part of. Was not expecting it. You know, I always expect the big celebrities. Like, we had Fabulous the Rapper there. You know, we've had Emmett Smith. We've had Shaq. We've had all these big names. And it's cool to have them, especially those who really have built big businesses, right? But he comes out, I'm like... And I didn't even see his face. I was turned kind of to the side. Dr. Ryan was across from me. And he goes, um, <laughs> he's like, 
oh and blah 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 Pedro's cool and I'm like Bruh! like y'all know me it was like exorcist head right like I'm spinning around like shut up shut up shut up shut up you know I just wanted to like scoot closer I'm like I don't care about the rappers like keep Lil Wayne to yourself I just want this business brain right now uh well I'll take both that's fine but he came out and the, the message he delivered, and I'm going to deliver this. I just want to give a little bit of a fair warning. It's going to be in the manner in which he delivered it a lot more than I've been delivering it on these overall team calls, okay? And the reason I want to deliver it the way he delivered it is because it is a little in your face. It is a little more red than I usually like to come on here and coach and train. Uh, but please understand my heart when I'm training you on all of this. It's not because I'm trying to, like, bend y'all over and beat you, okay? It's not because I'm trying to make you feel any type of way. Some of you lifted your head and smiled at that, so I don't know. Okay, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I love this call um it's not because I want to be aggressive it's not because I want to make you feel like you don't have your life and your business together it's because I think sometimes <laughs> I cannot with the chat it's because I think sometimes we need to just be reminded that we're not playing at our full potential right we're not playing at our full potential and when somebody comes out who is you know, racing to be a billionaire, and they're basically giving you the blueprint, it just makes you, at least in my opinion, stop in your tracks and go, okay, what am I doing wrong, Jesse Lee? What am I doing wrong? Like, what, you know, and not to say any of you are doing anything wrong, it's just we're not doing things to the level in which we can. And so, he told this story, and he's talking about, if you want to grow your business, you have to find forced multipliers, Okay, force multipliers. He gives three. He says leaders, processes, and the actual people. And we're going to get into that in a second. And he said the best way he can describe a force multiplier, he tells a story. And if you don't know, I really love following um, any kind of autobiographies, biographies, what have you, with Navy SEALs. And the reason I like them is because... I'll never, I have zero desire to be in the military, okay? Like, I don't like that. I just, it's not for me, okay? Which is probably why my respect for our armed forces is so large, no matter what country you're from. But more so, the inner mindset that it takes to not only be a SEAL, but then fight for your country the way the SEAL teams do. It's just different. And it's not just the SEAL teams, it's the Rangers, right? It's the Green Berets, it's Delta Force, it's these high special force units where no man or, they're all men, right? No man is left behind, right? And there's, it, there's no exceptions to that rule. And it's all mindset. It's going into the battlefield sometimes, quite frankly, knowing you're going to die, I don't know if any of you have ever heard any of the podcasts where um, I think it was SEAL Team 6, right, went in and they're the ones who um, they killed Osama bin Laden. I don't know if you've ever heard the story. You should really Google this and check it out. It's unbelievable. Any of the stories they tell, every single one of those men called home and not in sadness and not in despair and not in disappointment. They just called their families to say, there's just no way I'm coming home. I'm doing this for my country. Like, I just want you to... Think about that for a minute. They did live. It was like a total fluke. If you hear the whole story of how it's told, it was like, it's almost like there's no way they ever thought they were going to survive. And then something happened. You have to listen to the story. I don't want to ruin the story, but it was supposed to happen the way it was supposed to. And those men did live. And so Bedros is talking about 
forest multipliers. And he's talking about a Navy SEAL whose name is Jason Redman. And they were just going in for a normal mission. Uh, his SEAL team, he goes in and they thought that it was, you know, that this terrorist group was just going to lay their weapons down, which that sounds like a stupid thing anyway. But I digress, okay? They thought it was kind of more of a friendlier mission, I guess. And out of nowhere, pretty much, um, Jason gets shot eight times across his body, two times through his cheek. So, like, whole face blown off, uh, entire body, you know, just, just shredded, right? He's laid out the rest of the seal team retreats to try to figure out a plan right because no seal is left behind and in this situation the seals go the only way we either all die which is fine we either all die or we need a forced multiplier and that's the literal terminology that was used that day by the navy seals we need a forced multiplier and they said our only option is to drop munitions from the sky it's our only option and people are saying, and the, the, the munitions team that's circling above is like, no, like there's, he, he will blow up. Like there is no way. If we are, if we are one degree off of dropping these bombs, he's dead. And they said, it's literally the only, it's, it's our only option. You have to do it. It's our only force multiplier or, or we all die. And still to this day, you can read his book, by the way, but still to this day, Jason Redman holds the record for surviving the closest munitions drop in all of armed forces history. Like, how crazy is that? So he took some shrapnel, but he survived. Okay? That's a forced multiplier where you're forcing something to happen because you're like, there's no other way. I need to bring in the big guns. Sometimes I say this in leadership conversations with several of our pro champs and champs. I say, well, yeah, if you can't handle the situation, you can bring me in. I'll be the hammer. I've said, like, some of you have had this conversation with me where you're sitting over there like, yep, she's told me if, if she needs me, I'll be the hammer. I'm the forced multiplier. There's times you bring in people that are just bigger than you. I was on the phone with our, with our owner today, okay? I'm like, well, he actually ended up calling me, but, like, I can't make what needs to happen happen. I had to bring in a bigger gun. Make sense? So that's really what these forest multipliers are. The military is just a really good example of it. And so I want to go through this, all right? So number one is really where I'm going to spend a lot of time right now. And that was what I said, which is leader, the person, the leader. You are the biggest and strongest forced multiplier. And some of you, quite frankly, I love you and you are not taking your business seriously. You are not taking your life seriously. You're taking, or you're like, I'm taking my life, my business seriously. Okay, but just because your business is being taken seriously, do you understand that by not taking every single other thing seriously, it's affecting what you're trying to take seriously? Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say is that there is a ripple effect in all of your decisions that takes over your business. It takes over your personal life. It takes over your health. It takes over your work ethic. It takes over your family. It's like last week's call, a couple, I don't know, God, the Lord knows I live on Zoom. Okay, but whatever call it was where I was saying how you do anything is how you do everything. And I said, it's not meant to be rude, guys, but like if you're chatting, if you're taking calls, if you're texting on these calls, that's literally 
literally how you do everything. You're telling me you are lackadaisical in your relationships. You're telling me you are literally half-assed in your friendships. You're telling me you don't really care about your health. You're the person that goes to the gym and says, I'm going to do 10 reps, and you stop at 5, and you look around to see if anybody's paying attention. We're paying attention, and even if we weren't paying attention, you know. It's rippling into everything you do. And so this is going to be a little aggressive. I warned you. Okay. It's all out of love. Okay. It's all out of love. But he gets on this stage and this is a room full of millionaires. I'm not the wealthiest person in that room. Okay. I might be up there. I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not the wealthiest person in that room. And I'm sitting there surrounded by these multimillionaires, surrounded by people who are running, you know, 100, 200, 500 million dollar annual businesses. And Bedros looks out in front of the 150 of us or however many people are there, probably about 150. And he goes, I can tell right now. I can tell right now whose businesses are actually successful. Just looking at you. And I went, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, woo! Thank God for day 19 of 75 hard. Because I was looking a little chonky. Okay? <laughs> like, I mean, like for me. All right? Okay? Like, we know I've come a long way. But then I like found carbohydrates again. I went down the rabbit hole. I relapsed. Whatever you want to call it. Okay? I, it was bad. I was listening to too many self-love podcasts, you know? I listened to this one self-love podcast. I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. I listen to self-love podcasts. They're like, my favorite kind of woman is the kind of woman that it looks like she eats and enjoys her life and I was like what the hell are you talking about okay so if my pants are a little tight it's okay because people that know I enjoy my life I'm like shoot I enjoy my life more in other ways than just you know uh cookies and ice cream and DoorDash like my DoorDash budget I've saved so much money on 75 hard y'all should try it it's not only a lifestyle program it's a money saving program okay you trying to make some money I need you to try 75 hard because you're not buying cookies you're not buying chips you're not buying ice cream you're not ordering pizza DoorDash don't, don't, don't know nothing about those credits, okay? So, yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings, who are you? All right, so anyway, anyway, so he looks out and he says, I can tell exactly whose businesses are actually building. He goes, some of y'all, I just already know. I'm like, uh-oh. And he didn't say it, but I'm going to say it. I'm not telling you you need to be a stick figure skinny because there is definitely... Health is not related to how skinny you are, okay? Skinny fat is a very real thing, right? And I'm definitely not trying to encourage any kind of crazy disordered eating or anything of that nature. And I know a lot of us are on that journey to bettering ourselves and bettering our health. But I'm going to go through this because I looked around the room when he said it, and these really confident, mostly men, looked around at each other like, oh, no. And here's why. He's like, oh, you don't like to go to the gym, so that's literally why you don't work out? He goes, right. Nobody likes to work out. Okay? Like, remember I was with one of the best bodybuilders in the world the other day, and Roberto interviewed him, and is like, do you like to work out? He's like, I hate getting there. I never regret it once I'm there, but I hate it. He still does it. Right? He says, if I'm looking at you, and you're not in the state of physicality that you're interested in being so that your peak performance because you don't like it because you don't like sweating because you don't like 
chafing because you don't like, you know, the way you look in leggings right now because you don't like, you know, eating healthy. He goes, that means in your business, you're not doing this. I don't trust you in business, he says. I don't trust you in business. I cannot run with you because you are going to be the person who does everything halfway. You're going to be the person who's like, oh, I have to do a TikTok. I don't like that. I, don't, I just, I just, I just. I just, it's uncomfortable. Oh, you're supposed to go live? No, no, not for me. I don't like it. I do not like it. It makes me feel sweaty. And you don't do it. Or if it's the calls that you're told to make. Or if it's the follow-up you're told to make. Or if it's the, I mean, whatever the hell, right? Anything in your business. It's getting a little aggressive, a little spicy. Y'all okay? Y'all hanging in there? You got, let's breathe together. Okay, here we go. Ooh, sheesh. I saw like a couple people leave. I was like, oh, people feeling attacked up on here. Uh-oh. Okay. <sighs> the whole point, of course, is how you do anything is how you do everything. And this isn't me telling you to fit into different size clothes, clothes or nothing like that. It's just how you do anything is how you do everything. And he's not wrong. And you know he's not wrong. And if you're feeling a little attacked by it, I was too, it's okay. It's because we know he's not wrong. Right? There's a level of discipline building multi-million dollar businesses take. And it is the early nights and the late evenings sometimes. And it is like Brooke on the um Mech on the Latino call last night, she's talking about Jesse Lee told me I had to call this girl because we were having an issue, but I don't even know why we were having an issue because we hadn't talked to each other about the issue for like two years. And Jesse Lee's like, get on the phone. And I'm like, I don't want to get on the phone, Jesse Lee. Let's just let it blow over. And Jesse Lee's like, no, get uncomfortable. Leaders get uncomfortable. Right? Brooke shared this on the Latino call last night, but I've had this conversation with multiple of you, right? It's not just Brooke. I just like that she happened to say it, right? But the leader is the visionary. The leader is the visionary. You are the most important part of your team. You. Every single one of you runs big business. And the only reason you think you don't is because you look at my business and you go, is it a big business? Really? Because, I mean, I'm nowhere near where Jesse Lee is. That is not the point. Okay, catch me if you can, all right? But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You all run big businesses. Go sit in rooms with other business owners who are all excited about selling $20,000, $30,000, $50,000 a month. They feel like King Kongs of the world. And some of y'all are really on this call selling a million dollars a month going, huh. you are a business, comma, woman come a man, whatever. There's not just women on here, right? You're a full-blown business. Start acting like it. Your whole team is looking up to you. I know they look up to me. I'm not stupid, but they look up to you first. And if you're not setting that example, it's one of the reasons why your business may be plateaued. It's the reason your business may be sliding backwards. It's the reason your business is not going where you want it to go. And you know it just as much as I know it. So what are your habits, he said. And I want you to all go through this. This is a total assignment. I need you to do it. This is a leadership call. I need you to go through this at some point this week, okay? Just do it today. Just get it out of the way. What are the levels you're at in 
everything. What are your levels in energy? What are your levels in production? What are your levels in, uh, in dedication, determination, whatever you want to call it? What are the levels in which you show up for your team? What are the levels in which you communicate? Right? What is the level you're performing at right now in a physical state? What is your discipline like in regards to what you're eating? And I'm not telling you you got to be Megan Hunter and the whole food keto. She's perfect. I'm not telling you to be like Jesse Lee and have meal prep. I'm not telling you you got to be keto. I'm not telling you you got to be whole food nothing. I'm not t- I don't care. What is it for you? And you know just as much as I know that it's going to affect if it's not already everything. And I want you to put a number on it. Maybe you're a one in health right now. Can't remember the last time you took a jog, right? Maybe you're a seven there, but you're a two with your food, right? Maybe it's a six with your discipline and a one with the way you show up for your actual team. I don't know. I'm just making up numbers. But I want you to start looking at the levels in which you perform in your life because he had a really good point. How many of you, hypothetically, would love to recruit me as a frontline recruit? Oh, whoa, AI. It literally just raised my hand for me. What the hell is going on? Okay, right? Okay. Well, what level am I? Improve it. Like literally in the comp plan. What level am I? Right. I'm a 10. I'm a 10. I'm 10 out of 10, right? How do you attract a 10? Be a 10, be a 10, be a 10, being a 10, being a 10, being one, being one, being one, being one, by being one, by being... Right. Right. Do you really think if, God forbid, this thing all blew up and I was looking for a new sponsor... Okay, big old hypothetical is not going anywhere. Thank you. Okay, all right. Do you really think I go, ah, I'm looking for the girl that never posts on social media but once a month. Where's she at though? Where's she at though? Come on, come on. Let me find, it's kind of hard to find you because you're not posting, but I'm looking for the person who never creates content. That Where's she at? I'm looking for, where are you? I'm looking for the person that does not do team calls. I want the person without incentives. I would like the person that it's like, I join them and it's the witness protection program, can't get a hold of them. I would like the person who is so undisciplined, like I book a call with them, they forget about me. God, I would love that. I would just love to be forgotten about. Like, oh, it just it really excites me. I'm really feeling like, woo, yes, make me feel real good. No, this is not feeling good. It's like a TikTok, right? Uh, that feels horrible. Yet, a lot of you on here are doing that with your life. With your life. Why did I join Lisa? I joined Lisa not because... She's a legend at selling. She's not. She's horrible. Okay? I did not join Lisa because she's a legend at recruiting. She's not. She's not very good at it. Okay? She's just not. Right? I did not join Lisa because of 
a bunch of reasons that you're thinking about. Like you're thinking if I sell more, then I'm going to be attracting all these big leaders. No, Lisa is a legend at communication. Lisa is a legend at information in this space. Lisa is a legend for always showing up. Lisa is a legend for 32, 33, excuse me, years. I was not attracted to learning anything from her. I wanted to align with somebody that I went, ah, someone at my level. It's the same in everything because how you do anything is how you do anything, everything, excuse me. It's just like your personal relationships. How many of you have been divorced or broken up with somebody before? Anyone been through a breakup before? And when somebody says, well, why did you break up, Laura T? Jen, why did you break up? Hey, 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 Kristen, why did you break up? I'm just wondering, Heather, why did you break up? Hey, Leslie, why did you break up? What are you doing? Right? And the best way to explain it is you're like, um, I outgrew them. How many of you have honestly said that? Because that's the best way to describe it. It keeps trying to raise my hand on here. Stop it, AI. So creepy. Okay, right? Right. You outgrew them, whether it was in communication, whether it was in your physical health. Some of you decided to join the health and wellness journey, and they're like, nah, homie, chicken nuggets and pizza it is, again. And you're like, what the hell, okay? Some of you, you outgrew, uh, you know, physically. I mean, whatever, you name it. We've all been there. It's the same in your business. Because there's levels to this thing. So what are your habits, he said. He, he said, look over your habits. Because if you want an eight, nine, or 10 person working for you, then you have to be a 9-10 legend. He didn't use the word legend, but I'm using the word legend. And you can literally rate all of this. You're exactly where you're supposed to be, so don't get me wrong. All right? But if you're a level four right now, you're a level four for a reason. And you're only going to attract fours and below. Make sense? So how can you elevate the other stuff to attract the people that are already up here, maybe in business sense, but they like your motivation and your consistency in your physical journey or in your social media journey or in your personal development journey or in your whatever journey. It's not all about, it's not A to A, right? Sometimes it's A to B, A to C, A to Z, right? Okay, this is making sense to everyone? Good. So if you want those higher level people working for you, you want to recruit a seven, then you got to be showing up as a seven. And some of you go, well, crap, I'm a three. So now I can only attract prove it partners, twos and threes. I did not say that. What I want you to do is I want you to actually study. Study the eights, nines, tens, legends, whatever it is that you are trying to attract. And do what they do. I know it's common sense, but y'all already know common sense ain't that common. Okay? It's just not that common. Okay? There's a reason I say just duplicate what I do. If you try to put out as much social media content as I do, you will build a business. Okay, my friends? If you do as many calls as I do that y'all don't even see them. I've already been on, I don't know, like eight calls this morning. Nine calls. Maybe more. I don't know. My phone's been blowing up. All right? Everything. You'd go, oh. Oh. I've already worked out for an hour and a half today. I'm done. I'm already, th I'm already three quarters of a gallon in. I'm good. I've already read my, my I've already read like 25 pages of a book today. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all the stuff already. Cause it's that, that's how a 10 performs. 
And if you think I want to do it, it's not the point. I sure don't. Okay? And you should see me trying to get my two out of bed. Her name's Wookie Lee. Okay? You should see me trying to get my two out of bed when she's sleeping. Okay? I'm like, come on, girl. Come on, little piglet. Come on, my little baby cow. All right? I need you to get it moving. Mom's a 10. You're really performing like a one right now. And you're, I, I got to get your outdoor workout in. You want to work out? Come on, girl. I'll give you a snack. All right? Like, I mean, for real. <laughs> Some of you are doing that, though. Some of you are really doing that. So what are your habits? Number one, get your body in shape. All right? Today, like those of you that are like, I'm on no program, I am on no nothing, I am on the seafood diet, I was there for a while, seafood diet is not for seafood, it is the see anything, eat anything diet, like, oh, I seafood, I eat it, okay? I've been there many times, okay, many times, right? But <laughs> get your body in shape, whatever that looks like to you. You want to be a power lifter, you're going to be bigger anyway, that's fine, that's, that's what happens when you put on a lot of muscle, Cool. Right? You want to be the world's best speed walker? I don't care. Go speed walking. Right? You want to be a, a gymnast? Go ahead, Simone. Get it, girl. All right? That's cool. Okay? You want to jump rope? Sure. Jen's going to be jumping rope. Good. Go jump rope. But you know what is interesting is that those of us that are sitting on this call right now and we are not moving our bodies, there might be a day when, unfortunately, you cannot. And you will take... You're taking all this for granted that we can make the choice right now to create the habit. And there are people who cannot do these things and we are not having gratitude for the fact that we can. We all, I mean, I don't want to say we all can because I don't know everybody's situation, but I would say for the most part, people on this call can do something. So let's do something about it. Get our bodies in shape. And here's why. It got really good. Bedro started really preaching, y'all. He said, here's why. Here's why I know whose business is moving forward. Because fitness is a gateway drug. It's good stuff. Right? And those of you who have ever done any kind of challenge or hired a trainer or done a 75 hard or 75 medium or whatever the hell you want to call it. All right? Like, you know what I'm talking about. Because it is a gateway drug. When you work out. Tell me in the chat, do you gain more confidence? I'll tell you right now, okay? I walked into my hair salon today. Let's get my hair done, uh, okay? And my manager, she goes, Jesse Lee, your butt looks so good. I went, <laughs> I know, girl, because I'm, I'm getting skinny again. You can see that. I mean, this is what happens. It goes, ooh, there's that booty, though, right? Like, <laughs> I know. I just know, okay? It changes your confidence, now, it doesn't have to be about your butt. Some of you aren't, like, butt people, but, like, my butt is, like, a thing. It's, like, a vision, all right? So I have, like, an appreciation for that thing, or that thing doing its thing, all right? So what can I say? Yes, peach emoji life forever. But it changes your confidence. My confidence is different because I'm moving my body. I'm looking in the mirror today. I was doing step-ups working on my glutes that salute and my hammies all right and I was like standing in the mirror I'm like doing these really high boxes with weights and I'm like oh my god like oh my god that's what I'm talking about I was ready to conquer the day I was ready to conquer the day right because when you work out you gain confidence when you gain confidence you gain competence because all of a sudden you start to do what Trust yourself more. 
you start to go, huh, I'm definitely good enough to learn a new skill set. I'm definitely good enough to try that TikTok. I'm definitely good enough to try that whatever, name it, putting out a YouTube video, you know, doing an Instagram live, making a Facebook podcast thing that they have these days. I'm definitely more more competent, right? Because what happens is you start to follow through on the things that you say you're going to do. Do you see how all of this is linked? This is all fitness. I'm only talking about moving your body each day. Right? The physical fitness leads to mental fitness. The mental fitness leads to emotional fitness. And that's not to be ignorant and say mental health stuff does not exist. Lord knows. I know it exists. My point is to say, are we giving ourselves an actual fighting chance sometimes? You know how good it feels to work out? When you have those endorphins just flooding your brain? You're like, woo! I feel different. Right? You just feel different. The physical fitness leads to mental fitness, which leads to emotional fitness. And then he went on to say, every great leader I know is responsive, not reactive. Write that down. Responsive, not reactive. Responsive, not reactive. And the difference is the emotional fitness. Those of you that have ever been screamed at by a, I'm going to call them achievers. I'm not even going to call them leaders. You've been screamed at by an achiever. You've been hollered at because you made a post wrong. You've been talked down to because you said something wrong in a chat. You've been snapped at like you're a child as if this isn't a volunteer sales force by someone who wears a freaking rank. I'm, I mean, I'm not even, I, I know y'all are thinking of somebody. There's somebody in your head right now. I actually want you to ask yourself, does that person work out? <laughs> Sounds crazy, right? But does that person work out? You're laughing. I see you laughing at me right now. You're laughing because you're like, no, shit, she's right. Right, but it's not about the workouts. It's not about what they physically look like. It's that when you work out, you shift your mental state. When you shift your mental state, your emotions change. Do you know how difficult it is to genuinely upset me? A lot of you have tried, I swear. Some of you try to test those waters sometimes. I'm like, ooh, Brooke on one. What is she doing over there? Angela, you better chill with yourself, girl. Like, you can't even piss me off, right? I just don't. Have I ever, like, I'll just ask. Have I ever yelled at any of you? You can be honest in the chat. It's okay. Some of you were like, should I sit? I've never yelled at any of you, okay? <laughs> I haven't. Why? Because I'm emotionally fit. Emotional fitness. And it starts from that ripple effect of getting your fitness physically right into your mental fitness right into emotional fitness. And he said, this is so important because the habits, the lifestyle, and the thought process of people who big, build big, big businesses... It all comes down to that emotional fitness. It all does. And he said, nobody wants to follow a hypocrite leader. Ugh. Told you this call was going to be yucky in places. 
No one wants to follow a hypocrite leader. No one wants to follow the person who says, do do as I say to do, but not as I do. You're like, what the hell? What in the hell? Like, any of you ever felt like that? Like, tell me to sell one more time. When was the last time you did a keto kitchen? When was the last time you made a TikTok? Would you shut up? Where are your posts? You know what? Like, why don't you hit MVP, you big hypocrite? Telling me to hit MVP, you hypocrite. Right? Like, you really want to come through the screen sometimes. I know you do. Not at me. Okay? Like, we love each other. But some of you, I know, got beef with people. Because you're like, how dare you? It's almost like the freaking audacity. Am I right? The audacity of somebody to tell you that. Nobody wants to follow that person. And that's why people start going, oh, I'm stuck. I'm trapped on that team. I'm this. I'm that. I'm whatever. Nobody wants that. So how can you get better? And how can you allow the ripple effect of these decisions change your life? Okay? Now, here's one thing I need y'all to start doing. He talked about processes as force multipliers. You need to make sure that every single thing in your life is bulletproof. Do you have the processes documented? Because some of you are really out there wasting time. You should never have to explain something more than one time. You should never have to pull a report more than one time. You should never have to explain how ship forwarding works more than one time. You should have created something. You should have created a video, a document, a something. Because those of you that are giving away your time willy-nilly like it doesn't matter, that is not leadership. You are not going to multiply anything in your business by jumping on a bunch of calls and telling everybody, I understand it's so scary. You know what? They can watch a video. You need to allow it where if every single person that is on your staff, whether that's a virtual assistant, an in-person assistant, uh, a a child of yours that you're using as an assistant, uh, whatever, anybody in your life, your husband, your wife, your partner, whomever, who's helping you with stuff, that person should be able to go away and you hand something to somebody and you say, this is how it's done. And I don't have time to explain it. If you can't learn from this video, I just don't think this is for you. Nobody handheld me. Do you understand that? Curtis really tried to say, turn the bars green. I really said, I suggest you hand me a rewards plan. (laughs) I don't work and turn the bars green, sweetheart. I need to know where the money is in this compensation plan. (laughs) And I said, is there a video? He goes, no. I said, not a problem. Not a problem. I just need it in writing. I'm going to figure it out in writing. Okay? Now I have everything. Somebody needs to know how to pull reports to get frontline gifts sent out. Not a problem. I I got a video. I got a loom video done. It's uploaded into Notion. Boom. Process done. It's a forced multiplier. Everything you do needs to be systematized. And then the most important thing outside of you as a leader is the people. What are you doing to develop people? Because most people want to be developed. I know that's why you're on here. And I know I've been a little bitey today. I know it stung a little bit. I know some of you are going to have to cry after this. It's okay. Let it out. Crying's good. It's cathartic. I'm not mad at any of you, okay? I just know sometimes we need to have some butt whoopings so we can move on into our business and actually handle stuff that we've not been handling, okay? Sometimes you need it. I know I need it. Sometimes I need to be shaken and rattled a little bit. Woo, okay? I know that. But this, the reason these calls happen, the reason we train the way we train, the reason we have this call, the champ calls, the Wednesday calls, the power hours, all the extra stuff, the podcast, the post, everything inside the chats, or the lab, you name it. The reason we have all of this is because it is so important to develop people. 
You showed up to this call because you wanted to be developed. You'll stay on this team because you want to be developed. People join this team because they want to be developed. People leave people's coaching programs, accelerator programs, whatever, literally join our team because they're dying to be developed. And people are not understanding that is the force multiplier that is missing overall in the network marketing space. We do stuff differently on this team. You cannot tell me anything. You cannot. Because my focus has always been developing the people. If you think I am still even in network marketing for me, you are sorely mistaken. I am still in network marketing because I have a responsibility to all of you to continue to develop you into better people. I'm not even golden handcuffed to our company anymore. I have so much money coming in from outside of this company. I make more money outside of Prove It than I do in Prove It. That's a scary thought, isn't it? I'm here for you. I want to develop you. You are the forced multiplier that then goes out and teaches and trains and coaches and develops other people. And that is the ripple effect of what we're doing in 28 countries and counting. Okay? That's this. So you've got to develop first. And if you choose to develop first, the ripple effect, the ripple effect will be big. And so I ask you to just challenge yourself this week. Sometimes when you don't feel like doing stuff, breathe through it and go, okay, I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Right? I really don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. I really don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's really important. And he, he said this one thing that I loved. He said, no more snooze buttons. And I don't think it actually has to refer only to snooze buttons on an alarm clock. Okay. Because some of you were like, girl, I wake up when I'm going to wake up. I'm a network marketer. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 I know. Okay. I wake up when the sun comes up. I wake up when uh, the, the cocks are crowing. Okay. Oh, good Lord. All right. I, sorry. Okay. All right. Okay, what? All right. Oh, God. Whatever. It doesn't have to be that. But what are those things that we are procrastinating in? Because he said, when you're hitting that snooze button, you are telling your subconscious that 10 minutes of, uninter- of interrupted sleep is worth more than dominating your life. So when you're in the scroll hole on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook, is it really worth those 10 minutes of aimless, eh, unless you're going to have like a mental breakdown, right? I want you guys to chill inside of there a little bit too. But are you taking those 10 minutes to not even actually fall back asleep and just kind of roll around in bed and like, it feels so good to close my eyes, uh, instead of dominating and taking over your day? Just think about it. 